Garrett. Yeah. Do you think if I play a Harry Styles song from Nadia, she'll go out for coffee with me? Well, <laughs> I think. I mean, I think she's probably a lot more sophisticated than that. I mean, I think she's a really intelligent woman. She knows it. Uh, okay, sorry. We're going to have to hold that. Can you just quickly get the door? I think somebody's here. Sure. Oh, hey, Nadia. Hey, Jared. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> here we go. Stop your crying, it's the sign of the times. It's not even a love song. Welcome to the final show. This is gonna be Hope you're wearing your best clothes. Can't bribe the door on the way to the sky. You look pretty good down here. But you ain't really good. Want to go out with me? I'd love to. How about you pick me up at around three? Sounds good. What? <laughs> I guess that proves my dad's wrong. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Lightbox. My name is Gareth Mags. Uh, we do videos on Christian wisdom. If you like what you see, why don't you subscribe to our channel or hit the bell button to be notified of any of our cool videos? So, today's video, we're talking about doubt. Now, every Christian has doubt. Um, sometimes we doubt the existence of God, uh, whether he's with us. Sometimes we doubt his character, uh, whether he loves us, whether he cares. Uh, is he distant? Is he far off? Is he just? Sometimes we doubt his abilities, uh, like whether he has the power to do something. So we all have doubt. Doubt is part of who we are as Christians. It's what we do. So I don't think we'll ever get rid of it. But we can do some things to fight it. So here's what we need to do. We need to look into history. And we need to see that Jesus really did factually die and rise again. Here's why this helps. It's because one, it proves that God really did exist because he walked the earth. Two, it proves that he really does care because he died and rose again for us. And it proves that he's just and that he actually cares for the world. So you see, if we can prove that that really did happen, then that is a massive tool in our arsenal to fight against our own doubt. So over the next three videos, what we're going to be doing is is, is dealing with this doubt topic. And uh, so the first question is, why, why would we want to do it this way? Well... The first reason is because it's grounded in history. See, a lot of people try to convince themselves that Christianity is true through rationality. But there are some things about Christianity that, though they are rational, they don't make complete sense to us. Um, for example, people will struggle with topics like how a good God can allow suffering uh, and, and other things like that. Um, and if they don't reach a rational conclusion on it, then they will throw God away. The truth is, there is a lot of things in life that we don't understand completely, yet we still believe them. So in our minds, these things don't make rational sense. For example, 
Suppose a friend comes to you and says to you, uh, I've got a terminal disease and I'm going to die. And they tell you that everything the doctors have told them is that they're going to die. But for some reason, they don't die and they carry on living. You don't look at that person and say, no, but you're dead, even if you see them walking around. And you don't do that because although rationally it may complete sense that this person should actually be dead, the doctors have said so. Uh, everything from that person's medical condition said that they're going to die. In real life, in time and space, you see that person walking around. It doesn't make rational sense that they're still alive, but they're still alive. And so what you did there was you let reality trump rationality. You let what happened in history trump rationality. Now, there's probably a rational reason as to, as to how this person is still alive. It's just that the doctors and you don't know what it is. Your minds aren't big enough or you don't know enough to know why this person is still alive. And it's the same with Christianity. Reality trumps rationality. Often there are parts of it that, that seem to, to not make rational sense. And just, just like the dying friend example, if it doesn't make sense to us, it doesn't mean we must disregard it. There are lots of things about God that don't make sense. And it's not because it's irrational, but it's because our minds are not big enough to understand it. And that's a good thing. If God could fit into our brains, he'd cease to be God. So if we can't trust our rationale to counteract our doubt, what are we supposed to do? Well, reality trumps rationality. In other words, what we've got to do is we've got to look into history to see whether Jesus really did die and rise again. Secondly, because it's fact, we can deal with the things that might cause doubt objectively instead of subjectively. So what do I mean by this? Well, imagine you're walking in a forest and you come across a log that is floating in the middle of the air. It's a bit of an anomaly. You'll probably go up to this log to see why it's floating, and you'll be curious. You might say, are there strings holding it up? You might try to see if there is a web that it's stuck to, and perhaps you didn't see the web when you were standing further back. You might even look to see if there's a contraption underneath it that is blowing air against it, lifting it high into the air. Either way, whatever conclusion you come to, you won't doubt gravity exists. You might even walk away from that branch not knowing how it's floating. But you'll leave in awe and wonder. You won't, you won't stop believing in gravity. So it's the same with Christianity. Once you can prove without a doubt God's character and person by looking into history and seeing reality, then whenever you approach things that might seem strange, uh, like things like predestination, you can look at it objectively, which means you can look at it without emotion. You can look at it without doubt, without anger, without frustration that, that come from looking at something subjectively. 
So like the person who sees the branch floating in midair, who merely sees an anomaly, so we can come across anomalies, but not be moved or wavered in our faith in the slightest. So I'm excited for these next few videos. I hope you are too. I'm going to go to Jared and ask him to teach me that song because I really hope it has the same effect on my wife. Cheers, everybody.